0: listen to the black guy who tips podcast because rod and karen are hot ayo hey, bo knows this and bo knows that but bo don't know jack because bo can't rap well what do you know the d-dog is first up to bat no batteries included and no strings attached no whole bars sometimes moves faking Got to get the loot so i can bring home the bacon brothers front they say the trial can't flow but we've been known to do the impossible like broadway joe so sleep if you want my will help you get your sleeves i mean, help you get your z's troop but here's the real school. I'm all that and then some short dark and handsome bust a nut inside your eye to show you where I come from. I'm vexed. Human, I've had it up to here. My days of paying dues are over. Acknowledge me, is in there, yeah. Head for the border, go get a taco. Watch me wreck it from the jump street. Meaning from the get go. Sit back, relax, and let yourself go. Don't sweat what you heard, but act like you know. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who Tells Podcast. Your host, Rod and Aaron. and we're live on a Saturday morning, ready to do some feedback for you guys uh getting a little bit of an early start today you got things to do mm-hmm. as always you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic leave us five star reviews we read them on the show that's what today's show is all about you can leave those five star reviews we'll read them as long as they're nice uh you can also do stuff like vote in the polls on our website leave comments on our website which is the black guy uh, each episode has a post leave a comment we will read it mm-hmm. you can email us the black who tips at gmail.com you can leave us voicemails as long as they're two minutes or less at 704-557-0186 that's 704-557-0186 um and you can uh leave us also reviews on stitcher you can donate to the show com on the front page on the right hand side you donate we give you a shout out it's really a simple transaction like that we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that as well we do we need you know we love that money um and uh you don't have to worry about me just showing up with a brand new lamborghini and putting it on the church funds okay like this money all goes to the show um. so yeah make sure you guys do all that stuff we appreciate it the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport what about a bullet ball extreme and let's get into the people that gave us money
1: I dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song's for you
0: today's a new day That's right. Kirk Franklin's kids are named recession, depression, and unemployment. Linwood C., thank you for the recurring donation. B. Coleman, we appreciate you. Mm -hmm. Grace N., thank you, Grace. We appreciate you. Showed a lot of grace giving us that money. Mm -hmm. Zachary N., thank you very much of Living Corporate Podcast. Noel W., thank you, Noel. We appreciate you. Lawrence C., thank you. Donna N., thank you as well. Keebe R., thank you, Kibi. Cedric W., the entertainer. Thank you. Uh, Preston F., thank you, Preston. Team Dro. Malinike I., thank you. Calvin N., I hope that McDonald's is working out for you. Me too. I know you're in the manager program now. Gerard L., hopefully you out of that manager program. I, mean. I hope so by now. Hopefully you got a few chains. James T., thank you very much. Uh, James G., I think. Monica T., thank you. Lanika M., thank you as well. Jason F., thank you. Terry W, we appreciate it. Tyrone M, thank you, Tyrone. Dostra J, thank you, Dostra. Alexander M, thank you, Alexander. And that's everybody. Thank you so much. Play me out, Kurt. Today don't have purpose. Come on. Today's Today's a new new day. day, But where is the sunshine? Nothing but clouds and it's dark in my heart. And I feel like a coal mine. It ain't easy. Trump bringing them coal mines back.
1: Woo. But tell, tell me, where are my, my blue skies. skies? Where is that love, y'all? Where is the love and the
0: joy that you promised me? Tell me it's alright. The truth is, I almost gave up, up my power that
1: I can't explain. Goes power, y'all. Fell from heaven
0: like a shower, and
1: now, I know we would hurt y'all, but still I smile.
0: Even though it hurts me, I smile I know God is working, so I smile Even though I've been here for a while I smile, smile It's so hard to look up when you look down I sure would hate to see you give up now You look so much better when you Smile, smile. Can you just smile for me whatever you're in right now smile, smile for me Smile, can you just smile for me <laughs> and the people say oh, oh, oh all right let's get into five-star reviews we only got a couple on itunes we got two of them none on stitcher this week this podcast is the epitome of black excellence from bootleg and who says oh five stars of course been listening to this podcast for about four years now definitely on my mount rushmore of favorite podcast oh thank you oh we made the list we made the final the top the final four this weekend come
2: on the final four
0: it's us versus the read who's gonna win come on (laughs) um Definitely on my Mount Rushmore of favorite podcasts. Rod and Karen's chemistry on the mic is great. They cover a wide variety of topics in an intelligent yet comedic type of way. I can't recommend this podcast enough. Finally, I'm putting five on it. Ow! Thanks for all that you do for all of us. Thank you. Thank you. I'm gonna be honest. Mostly do it for myself, but if y'all get something out of it, that's, that's great it too. Backs on the five stars. S C O K. Dre says five stars, of course. Rod and Karen i apologize for being absent with my, the five stars for a while but i'm back to redeem myself let the church say amen 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 i appreciate all of the great content this week had to drop a note to let y'all know all the best dre thank you dre thank you we appreciate you mm-hmm. um if you want to leave us a five star review it's easy to do just go to itunes search for our show you know if you're on an apple device it'll say hey you want to leave a, you want to leave a review of course put in five stars because that's the only ones we really accept mm-hmm. anything less than i'm inclined to believe you're a hater
2: and they must be nice too if they ain't nice i don't give a damn what you say
0: and there's the other part of it that's the rub keep it nice uh we also got a couple new reviews on um sport movie reviews go ahead y'all i see y'all okay I y'all, see y'all enjoying them reviews i cre- see creeping on to come up uh almost as good as medium popcorn five star says bootleg and Bootsy, uh keep up the good work guys putting five on it you get you both get an extra large popcorn thank you oh you know thank what you. i'm happy to be in the same company as medium popcorn
2: yeah we can't beat that thing i mean they
0: only do only they only do movie reviews so i feel like they specialize in it you know mm-hmm. that's their specialty that's, but uh that's one of our favorite review podcasts so ain't it though fine with me uh Amaniani says five stars thank you riding care i've already left a review for the blackout tips so i'm here to leave a review for the archived episodes i love those i love these usually i like to keep a few of the blackout tips episodes behind so i have something to listen to in a pinch they're great for a long drive but every now and then i mess myself up and catch up so we became premium and my husband set the premium archive shows on my podcast app thank y'all for so many episodes this is why y'all had the best shows out there thank you thank you shout out to
2: hubby was like you know what no 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 they put stuff out there you don't always catch them on
0: i'm also the technical support in my relationship so i understand shout out to to husbands getting things done sometimes
2: shout shout, shout out to the it person in the family
0: getting it done that's what we need need more of this positive energy yeah we do uh, so then we had comments on the website on our episodes. We'll get into those. Um, and of course there's polls on each episode as well for people to participate in. The first one was our feedback episode, the Henry Hater Hive. Um, uh, cause a lot of y'all had a lot of hate for Henry last week. Mm-hmm. Jenica says, regarding Aoki Lee, who's Russell and Kamora, Russell and Kamora Lee's Simmons daughter, in the video Kamora posted, she said thank god you got in on your own honey because you can't row now i still feel like it's something to be celebrated though because she's only 16. aoki is very smart and her parents have shared her academic achievement for quite some time well before the cheating scandal i don't know maybe this feels different for me because i like aoki yeah i mean i guess you could take that as shade about the row thing but I don't i mean and she's only 16 i mean she's making the best of the opportunity she's been afforded I, I like i said i don't just i just personally don't see uh any reason to shade that that girl you know as opposed to some of these uh students that you know clearly their parents are like donating to the schools and kind of like you know changing the whole parameter of of what it means to get admitted you know for when somebody is gets admitted at 16 i mean it typically means they just worked hard they are smart that's a rarity and itself. fucking 16. yeah so i would i mean i have no reason to believe she didn't earn that and whatever advantages she had in life there's a lot of people that have advantages that just don't take care don't take advantage of them ain't that the truth you know we are privileged in some ways so I, ain't, I have nothing against her um nahan87 says hey karen and rod i'm listening to the listener feedback and everyone's excuses as to why they hated henry and i have a theory henry was a problem because of longevity we saw Carl for years saw him be stupid get hurt learn become ruthless then empathic basically we saw a story arc over seasons henry went through the same thing but we didn't see a lot of it with the six-year jump and he just got there here a season ago perhaps it didn't make people very connected to his character that makes sense yeah uh he showed up did some stupid stuff went roaming by himself and got killed then fast forward to now and the same thing happened except when he actually got killed we didn't get to see him evolve his character he's only been dumb to be quite frank empathy was allowed for carl because he earned it over time now i know people say it shouldn't matter where an idea comes from whether it's to be more open to help out someone but human nature shows that it does matter i'm much more trusting the people i know the people who i've known for a year even though judith was a baby the majority of the time she's been on the show her character has been on the show longer nah that's some bullshit judith only been talking since we like did the six-year jump yeah cause it's Claudia not like she, people she didn't
2: have a she didn't, i don't even think she had speaking lines
0: yeah people didn't grow attached to judith in that way um honestly like it's just a matter of um that being the rick grimes like that being the his family i think people have an attachment to it and regardless of how they say how, how they feel on the show people um that are in the fan base do not take that like you know chop together family like you're my son i'm your mother i don't think they take it as seriously as like rick grimes taking care of his possibly not maybe baby you know they just don't take it the same like they still see that as rick grimes kid because from the time she was born rick was her father and i think they see um henry is not Carolyn zeke's son and so i think people are just like fuck them get over it I know because it's not like they hate Carolyn's eat no you see what I'm saying like part of the reason people don't don't want Rick's kids to die and shit is because they like you know we still like Rick but I mean at least that's what I believe part of it same same if they was to bring it back to
2: tomorrow people would be fine with that yeah um but also people have a tendency to forget with Carl, man he went through those growing pains but i remember all the live tweets oh, i wish carl die why carl yeah, always got that. lost and i was keen you need to watch y'all baby yep i was team like let carl die you know i'm and particularly in the second season yeah a lot of people when carl got shot in the forest they was like why don't he die carl got fucked up a lot just doing kid shit
0: right but uh i think the show is just about something bigger than that Just you know petty shit like everybody need to die shit i think it's you know they just choose to like show like the redemption and the uh resilience of humanity you know that's why you take a character like Eugene make him despicable and then bring him back from the depths of that cowardice to show like yo even he could find a way to survive this and you never know what's inside a person until they put to the test
2: and he done came a long way because he literally went from somebody that made up a story about him being a scientist so that abraham would protect him to now he's like i do it myself
0: yeah um and then there's also the weird element of if our characters were to never attempt to do anything we would just have a fucking boring show so you need everybody made the right decisions all the time yes (laughs) yeah not just right decisions i'm not talking about right and wrong because in this case henry to me was making the right decision correct i'm saying if they made the safe decision it just be a fucking safe
2: decision okay yeah it
0: just be a show that nobody wanted to watch Mm -mm. we just stay in our walls and plant fucking crops and never help anybody and all that it's like it would be boring so somebody got to be the one to be like we need a new mission we need to do something for the group so anyway um da, da, da. now i'll give you that judith versus henry argument isn't really strong because she's a kid who goes wandering off alone constantly but she's been around longer um sometimes it's just as simple as people feel more comfortable with the people they know you are much more likely to make excuses for people you know be more understanding but then the choices or shorter term acquaintances make sure Naomi. i mean you wrote a lot you didn't have to write any of that that was i mean i think it was pretty self-explanatory i don't, I don't think I hope hopefully people are not taking this Henry defense and Henry hate too seriously. It's just Mm-mm. jokes. Yeah, I mean, to mean, it's not really dead in real life, guys. So you know, <laughs> right? The actor uh, is just fine. Yeah, I personally think it's hypocritical to to and, and all you really did, with your email was pointing out, the hypocrisy of it, which is we know him more, so it's okay. I mean, we know other characters longer, so it's okay. In which I'm like, yeah, that's really not the point. That's the point. That's the part of the hypocrisy I'm talking about if you're okay with it from somebody else then you then you're really not then the problem isn't the principle of it you just don't like that motherfucker which is fine (laughs) Jamel says i too listen to the adam carolla show we talked a little bit about how adam carolla joe rogan most of these white libertarian types uh even uh bill maher they kind of gravitate closer and closer towards conservative points uh over time Mm -hmm. as they get older as white men i started listening to the podcast back in 2009 carolla's podcast was one of the first and very funny yep i i also listened to him a long like a long time ago mm-hmm. however around 2014 it seemed like shit just went further and further and further to the right and i tapped out after his mike brown takes oh i didn't even make it to whatever mm-hmm. that Oh, was. we had
2: been tapped out Maybe We tapped out years before that happened
0: yeah i'm sure he was not kind you know Mm-mm. he spent years cap uh he spent years uh calling cap, cops assholes and saying how they were in the wrong but in this case he blamed black people since then i haven't turned back i haven't tuned back and i it seems like he is getting worse dag and jl stopped going on i have even noticed bill simmons had his uh had his takes crazy yeah i don't really fuck with bill simmons like that either i mean he's still a boston white dude and it shows at many times mm-hmm. um you know just because he was the hip sports writer that talked about you know uh porn and and like reality tv and his blog slash you know power rankings and all that stuff like it's this thing with sports man you can love the nba and not love black people yes you can you know you can love the idea of black people but you don't really love us you don't mm-hmm. know us to love us um you know bill simmons i remember reading his book and he talked about how and i think maybe it was to assuage the idea that he was at any level like racist or racially whatever Uh, but he talked about when he was a kid and how cool he thought it was to be black and he wanted to be black and all this stuff and i think that's kind of the typical like white liberal sort of approach you know it's the get out right it's they want to be all our cool shit they want our talents they want our skills they want our image they want our clothes but do they love us you know what i mean like do they when they look at a guy like lebron james do the decision is there a repulsion inside of them that is like they can't even understand necessarily you know what i mean like is there something inside of them that just goes i don't like the feeling of this powerful black dude uh You know when it's when it's i don't have a racist bone in my body but obama blank or trump's not that bad or Mm -hmm. you know hey let's not just disagree over politics they don't have that same fierceness inside of them to fight for justice in that type of way they just kind of tap out or they're weak the milk toast on it and and that's at best normally because they are white males they have privilege they you know they've been codified and educated a certain way their whole lives um that's the best case scenario is they like just hopefully tap out or go i don't understand or whatever the vast majority of them because of the confidence that they've been instilled with from the time that they were born just with people going you're a white man your opinion matters more than everybody else's most of the time they weigh in and when they weigh in it is like corolla it is like joe rogan it is it does become the rise of the alt right and all this shit online is mostly not it's not fueled necessarily by these extremists who are like mm-hmm. i want to kill a bunch of people mm-hmm. and threaten people and I, it's a lot of this is just other white people being like well that's a little bit extreme but uh i'm not gonna say that's typical you know like that's i don't feel the need to combat it and i just don't feel the need to uh to to knock it down i don't i don't need to feel the need to speak out and say get this shit away from me don't support my shows I don't fuck with this on any level and I'm going to use my platform to make sure people understand that these ideals are wrong and um and 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 in no turn would you ever see find a home in me you they don't have that conviction in them like they you know and most people don't in all fairness not just white men most people don't have that conviction in them with that kind of stuff if they don't experience that level of oppression they normally don't have any level of conviction to push it away from them correct and so that's one of the reasons i mean there's a ton of once i found more black podcast even those that were like even inspired by us to start podcasts i started gravitating to listen to them same you know it's just that's how i found my home i think you know we as black people in america we spend so much mental energy protecting ourselves and we just don't get a lot of places to call home we don't get a lot of places that feel safe you know and so one place mentally we can go to feel safe sometimes is in each other's communities in these podcasts and you know i'm in traffic and i'm not worried about getting too pissed off because i'm listening to black people and even when we disagree there's like a spectrum of disagreement typically that i'm that that most people fall within that i can kind of adjust to or understand as opposed to you know when i'm listening to certain white people and they just tap out or they start talking about how cute and funny trump is i just don't have it in me to 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 let it slide anymore Mm-mm. um and then that's when and that's before you get to your people like adam carolla who like praise trump and were heavily heavily critical of obama like hev- to 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 the point where he would go on a rant like every week or so about obama and fatherhood over and over about you know what you have to be brave to be a father over and over again it's like man so i guess he's just really hard on presidents not when it's trump now he's not so hard and uh yeah i I couldn't help but notice that kind of shit uh thank y'all for the podcast listen to the feedback episodes part of my saturday routine well glad you enjoyed it and thank thank you. you for listening um so let's see um and then the poll no comments but it was are you excited about the democratic primary debates you betcha no or just get it over with
2: karen just get it over with
0: 71% of people agree with you just get it over with
2: yeah the shit shit has already felt like it's been five years like let's get this bullshit over with
0: (laughs) and oh yeah so 71% say just get over with 23% say no they are not excited about it and seven percent say, you betcha. Shout out to my you betcha's. Okay? Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with a little excitement. Mm-hmm. Somebody need to be.
2: I class somebody need to be.
0: We had episode 1872 declined. And we only had one comment. EVE says, Maybe I'm a hater because I chuckled at those Jussie jokes. Uh oh, them Chris Rock Jesse jokes. <laughs> they was funny.
2: They was.
0: Look, man, I'm telling y'all, I don't know when it happened but motherfuckers have lost the plot with the jesse thing i actually do know what happened motherfuckers spend so much time arguing on the goddamn internet with people about Mm it that they they entrenched themselves in one side or the other side right and it and it and then decided that they were staying there no matter what evidence and no matter what the fuck they heard nothing could be funny you know and then and in the end of the day you really make do yourself a disservice with this shit you know because now that the, the that different facts have come to light and now that things have been confirmed and now that things are shaken out a certain way everybody's just like i'm only accepting the evidence that supports the shit i already believe mm-hmm. and to be honest it's somewhere in the fucking middle the, like everybody on these extremes are tripping it's somewhere in the middle yes it's funny uh and I, and it's good and it's and it's public funny fodder for comedians and shit because that nigga does seem like he lied or did something shady right. to set up this hoax. Now the the Chicago PD basically framed a guilty man. He may not be the gay Tupac, but he might be the gay OJ because that motherfucker <laughs> basically got framed by the goddamn cops who really should have just shut shut the fuck up. Done not did their did their investigation? Went to court and then presented their evidence, and they probably would have won. Mm-hmm. Now all that being said, because I'm like I said, it's somewhere in the middle i'm still happy that they didn't prosecute him because i don't think he should have went to jail for this shit Mm -mm. because that seems very fucking stupid it just seems very stupid to send him to jail with all the shit in the world going on with these real problems y'all are only mad because this dude put y'all on the spot and y'all are the racist police department he said y'all were that's all that's all y'all just mad your cpd is like what's so funny is as much as we do the cpd ain't shit so i mean that's why i won't support them right but cpd ain't shit which is also why you don't do a hoax in their city like it works both ways it just depends on what the fuck you want to believe or which angle you want to take on it but to me i see all the angles and i'm like this is just a mess of agendas and it's kind of funny and i can only and honestly the only reason i'm breathing and allowing myself to really laugh at this shit now is because he's not going to prison Nothing's gonna happen to him. He's paid that money. He did that fucking thing. They after him to get some more money. He, who, which he may or may not even fucking pay. They sent him a bill. Who knows if he's gonna pay that shit. Everybody act like he motherfucking, uh, you know, Jeff Bezos rich and shit now. Who knows how much money he got? Um, but yeah, it's all that shit just to say, man, like, you're not a hater for laughing at that shit any more than you're homophobic for laughing at that shit any more than um you know if if for the people that have decided that they can't laugh or whatever um you know those people aren't wrong either you know it's just it's just however you feel about it i just think people need to stop and consider the fact that they are starting to treat this as if this nigga was just conspiratorially set up by the powers that be for no fucking reason it just doesn't it just doesn't make sense this whole idea of he Someone sets up a hate crime for him to call the cops, for the cops to leak out that he was involved in the, in the, in the planning of the crime. Like, what, what, like who won, who benefited, what, who's the man from on high who, who set this in the motion to get jesse Smollett of all people that, like, why, why not, why are they setting up everybody this way? I don't, like, it just seems like too much shit. So, um, you know and i say all that as one of the people that really did extend the benefit of the doubt and say i will wait until i see more information before making any decision but yeah the decision to me is he set that shit up and they still a corrupt uh they still a corrupt police department and yeah it is funny that now that he got away with it we can kind of laugh and they both can exist
2: yeah. Both so of those things, people act like you either one or the other. No, they both can exist.
0: These agendas are too fucking strong, man. And white people that are weighing in and wanting to see him punished, fuck them too. Come on. To me, they're no nah. better. Like a lot of the people that want to see him extremely punished are to me no better than people that want to see like folks that falsely accuse someone of sexual assault punished to the fullest extent of the law and shit because because they really do the damage to the sexual assault victims. No, rapists do the damage. Right. Rapists do the damage. Okay? you know and and i'm kind of surprised because to me the, another reason i don't feel protective of jesse in this situation is because he was playing around with something that is serious you know what i'm saying so while i don't want to see him go to prison i also don't really i also don't understand how people are making this argument of like we have to understand and respect this shit no we don't that was really fucked up what he did that was really fucked up and if you can't at least understand that then I mean you just don't play like that you know that's all it does like i I can't imagine what the fuck the the point of that was supposed to be but that's a very serious fucking thing to do you know so when people feel upset about it i get it i just didn't want to see him go to prison over it but it is upsetting because because that real hate crimes are up in america for real yes they are you know so we don't need somebody with that level of platform fucking around with it It's not a game it's not a joke and it's not something for attention or whatever you know but but i but i don't hold him to the point of and you messed it up for everybody because to be honest the kind of people that will say jesse smollett made it so they don't believe hate crimes we're never believing them in the first place Mm -mm. so it's okay to just go what he did was fucked up what he did if people want to mock that that's fine it happened in public he's a public person and also fuck the cpd the chicago police department ain't heroes in this either that's fine all those things can exist at the same time as karen said um anyway uh we had oh the in the poll for the episodes do you worry about your car being declined even when you have the money yes the scars of overdraft fees will never heal or nope i know i got the money karen
2: I guess I'm a white. I didn't cross over to the white woman line. I know I got the money, and I will look at them like, the bitch, what?
0: Run it again. Uh, I feel like I am still at the 40, uh, so that's 45% of people that agree with you. I feel like I'm still at the 54%, where I feel like the scars will never heal. I'm always waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like, the money's not really in there, sir. It was all a prank uh alicia says i'm so bad i have to check my account balance in my app on my phone in line to avoid stressing out even though i just checked it before i left the house <laughs> i literally hold my breath till the transaction is approved yeah shout out to phone apps and especially that face unlock thing all right so i can just turn the BBNT and be like let me see let me see okay woo. all right yeah, i should get these groceries <laughs> sugar Babe says i'm with alicia i check my phone app obsessively Especially before major purchases. And even when I know I got it, I think we suffer from CCDPTSD, CCD which is credit card decline PTSD. Yeah, I for me I think it's really the overdraft fees.
2: Yeah, overdraft fees, yeah. Like like uh uh I do check to be sure I have it in there but i am the type of person to go well when you charge it it better not fucking decline because i know i got the goddamn money so we're gonna have problems
0: yeah i mean when i say overdraft threes i'm talking about that's the overdraft fee i got ptsd from those not
2: yeah the, the, it's
0: not, it's not the, just the decline it's the extra level of like checking my account and seeing that red number instead of that black and being like uh-oh yeah
2: because you know people fail to realize we, li- we we lived in an era of pre-obama where shit could bounce forever and they was like look y'all can't be putting people's accounts in the negative hundreds and thousands of dollars and shit like that come on this is stupid people will never pay bills and shit like that like you can't take people's whole paychecks that's fucking stupid you know so from that yes i do understand and, and uh is you looking like now i do suffer ptsd from that pe- piece
0: yes shout out to obama for changing those laws come on people have a tendency that he didn't do nothing kiss my black ass yes he did anyway i'm blaming rod for this wood would you believe my goddamn card said decline while i was listening to this podcast for 30 dollars at staples i chuckled dude must have thought i was crazy and reached for my other car to kept it moving i was just thankful that i knew i had enough funds and i wasn't living on the edge because those days were stressful not that life couldn't li- couldn't life again but i'm trying to have fewer cc d ptsd days yeah because now uh, credit cards have adjusted because you can
2: actually have a balance on your credit card but if you uh are like late on payments don't pick your payments on time even if you got a balance the credit card company will decline if you haven't paid they be like decline you be like but i got the money they was like but bitch you ain't paid us so you wouldn't make not make no more purchases towards this balance
0: t smoke says listen when i tell y'all that random thought about paying car repairs spoke to my entire soul man i too would have to negotiate what i had when i had a luxury vehicle on what repairs i could do when a light cut on it got so bad i almost thought i'd just cover up all the dashboard lights just so i wouldn't see them whenever
2: whenever
0: they came on i wouldn't i would be ready to fight the mechanic when they would come tell me the estimated cost for the damn car I would look at them like who the fuck you think you talking to do you uh trees did your trees have money growing mm-hmm. off of them or what i couldn't have been happier when that car died out on me i may have exaggerated a little bit in telling my insurance company that there was smoke coming out the hood but uh who are any of us to judge who is me to judge baby no judgment here. now i'm driving a magnificent nissan and whenever i go into a dealership for service I am more than happy to let them provide all the services hell when you go from paying eighteen hundred dollars eighteen hundred dollars for a repair to five hundred to seven hundred i almost want to pay in advance lol y'all have a great one love you both thank you t smoke i'm on the repairs ain't no joking
2: yeah it looks it's certain luxury vehicles you be like how, how much is it for a fucking oil change get out of here
0: right uh we had episode 1873 senseless where we talked about the death of nipsey hustle um among other things um uh j cole speaking on cancel culture and all that type of stuff we had one comment uh michelle just says happy birthday karen thank you that's the whole comment uh the poll was do you think you can afford a home uh and let's look at the answers yes no i already have one karen do you think you can afford a home
2: i'm mixed no, no uh no you know it's one of the things where i go but like this when it comes to home purchases i'm just scared and i'm like hey dude because for me it's a catch-22 because people talking about buy a home it's a whole lot of fucking expenses that go into a home that people don't talk about it's a lot of uh 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 upfront fees people don't talk about you know brown black and brown people have a tendency to get declined more from home loans you know, if shit break, I can call the, the, I can call the property people and tell them to come fix their shit. Now, if the shit break, now I got to go cough up. the Like, that shit I think about. When I pay in rent, I pay in rent for y'all to repair shit. You know, so these are costs that that actually fall on new home buyers that they don't actually, a lot of people aren't actually prepared for. You know, your wiring go out, your plumbing go out, all that shit. All that shit falls on you, plus whatever your mortgage is, you know, plus property taxes plus insurance from the home. So those are the things that I think of. I'm just tell you how my mind ticks when it comes to home. So I'm like, can I afford one? We probably can, but do I want one right now? No, because I'm like, I don't feel like being attached to all these fees is, is fucking unpredictable. And nobody what anybody tells you, buying a home is unpredictable. Um uh, for me it is, you know. But that but that's just my view of it.
0: Yeah. Um I think we could afford a home but um i don't necessarily want one i like i like renting. so um and i know some people you know they're like homes build equity and all that stuff and i feel people but i ain't got no kids to pass the home down to so um i kind of like the idea of like if shit get too rough i can be like i don't want to live here anymore and i would like to live in another place um and then you know also when you can afford more you can move on up and be like i want a better home i want a different type of home, uh, apartment or whatever mm-hmm. so uh do you think you can afford a home yes 21 percent uh no 45 percent and i already have a home 35 percent um dr Dostack says my rent is a three-digit number a house starts in six digits hell no alicia says i second that brooklyn Sh- oh brooklyn shoobay says you forgot the choice oh fuck no and at least i second that brooklyn shoe babe i don't th- i don't think i know i can't yeah um so but and i'm sure that there's some programs and ways that people you know maybe not know about and if you can find people you trust you know then maybe it's a completely different equation i think for black people it's just you know for a lot of us it's like man it's so rare to find people you feel like you can trust and you know you're constantly reading all this shit about yeah." this person got screwed over black people not getting this right people upside down
2: in their homes and shit like that and 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 then
0: you then the black people are the ones that get blamed for it right
2: the housing market housing bubble and shit like that you go oh no 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 because i remember when that shit was happening um um used to hear on the radio i didn't know much about buying a house then because you know i've done a little bit of research on it but i didn't know much about buying a house then in my early 20s and when you were here you could buy a house now no money down and move in and i was like i don't know much but the shit don't fucking work like that you normally have to put money down she has to be approved it takes 60 whatever many days like that shit don't sound that shit sound too good to be true then when shit busted i was like oh that's why because people are actually scamming
0: um yeah uh we got comments on the last episode of the week which was it's so cold in the z pinky says hi karen and rod uh have two comments number one dean dong the irritant henry is dead no matter how much carol is suffering now that henry is dead it's tiny in comparison to how much viewers are suffering whilst henry was still alive bye bye henry mm. okay that's how you feel number two the actress that plays alpha samantha morton's stars in a british tv series called harlots on hulu in the u.s y'all yeah, watched uh part of season one the series is about Margaret Wells, played by Samantha Morton, who runs a brothel in 18th century London. Um, Karen, I think you might really enjoy this series. Hollis is not what one might assume. Yes, there's plenty of cleavage, a dominatrix, uh, and baldy humor, but the show is also smart and feminist. P.S. Samantha Morton's 19 year old daughter stars in the newly released series Hannah on Amazon. I saw the first episode and found it interesting. Pinky
2: i have a question um didn't you do a um what's we lip smacking good or am i losing it lip
0: smacking good not did not good uh no Medium it talk. Talk, yes. i'm gonna get to it okay uh, i'm a professional over here i got it <laughs> uh the poll for the episodes do you think ezekiel and carol are going to uh are done for good yes it's over or no they'll get back together one day
2: i think they'll get back together
0: 52% of people agree with you so this is a very close poll 48% of people disagree EVE says it ain't over because on the cold cold night she's gonna miss the getting those geriatric cakes smashed the smithereens <laughs> they they say it's so cold in a D but the only D Carol is gonna be thinking about is Zeke's <laughs> I don't know EVE I feel like uh, I feel like Carol and I feel like the flame is gone I think it's over for them and i think it's because uh henry died i don't think they're ever gonna get over it so deal with that shit that's what you want it the poll i mean the episode that i did of medium talk 41 with damon young we only got one comment on it um so far although many of you have commented on twitter and Mm -hmm. uh Uh, but i appreciate when y'all leave comments uh on social media and i appreciate when y'all leave comments on the website Mm -hmm. um but it was from phil who says this talk wasn't as spicy as the last one with Quan, but well now technically that's not my last medium talk. Uh, I think I've done a few since Quan Mills, mm-hmm. um, and even interviewed an author, but maybe that's the last one I know because I actually put those on the uh, main feed as well. So yeah, um, now I did also release a medium talk going Greek where I finally put out the, episode where i talked to two people who uh Mm -hmm. had experiences pledging uh greek fraternity sorority organizations Mm -hmm. in college and we got some comments on that in twitter and all that stuff but i don't have them here but thank you for the people who left comments on that um glad y'all enjoyed them
2: Mm
0: -hmm. um and yeah since then i've had reclaiming our space with feminist jones i interviewed her first step act where i talked to uh lewis l reed uh national organizer for cut 50 so yeah you know it's been you know i've done other people than just Quan phil but anyway this talk wasn't as spicy as the last one with Quan, but you got a lot more food on the plate this time around thank you this book has been added to my kindle and will be read right after i'm done with the forever first latest book thanks phil Mm -hmm. yeah um and we had a shorter time you know because we only got like a little over an hour to do this one um and i think with Quan mills i want to say I, I mean i was like damn this dude he's still going i'm like you sure you don't want okay we only can schedule the hour but he was filling out the tea so nothing uh, wrong with that nothing wrong with that all right we got uh skype messages i think let me check all right we got one from thursday i haven't checked i haven't scanned these yet so we'll all be hearing it together for the first time unfiltered yeah 704-557 Zero one eight six is the number and two minutes or less.
1: Hey, first of all I would like to say love Henry, then I crash Eway. Anyway. Um, secondly I would like to say uh I love you guys, love the show. Um, listen to the Walking Dead recap and I would like to say that when it comes to Lydia, I like her way more than Henry. But some things while watching the show I was wondering when she was trying to get bit by um the zombie in a way I wasn't sure if she was doing it like I kinda felt like she still might be with the whispers because if she got bit on her arm and covers it up, she can go inside and kill everybody. But then on the same note, it's a matter of, you know, um is she going back to like her parents and she'll always be one of them as one of the guardians. So at that point I was interested and was like is she really with them or is she still some kind of with her mom? Even though we know she can't really go back, but she'd rather die but as dying, still doing it as a benefit for the walkers. So that's just something I was thinking about. And like I said, let you guys love really this show and I'm end with uh yes. Yeah
0: fuck henry peace dang i really did not like that dude that's wild <laughs> uh but yeah i don't think Lydia's still on the side of her mom and shit I think she was sad and depressed because yeah.
2: henry had died like it really impacted her because she's the, he's yeah. the only reason why she's there
0: yeah and i think once you see her literally asking carol to kill her right Do you realize she was trying to die mm-hmm. there's no other thing that was happening there um but I, I feel you. I know y'all are suspicious. Y'all are suspicious of eating. Hey, Rod and Karen, I would have a response to one of your random thoughts.
2: What if somebody has hacked all of the good stuff that we want from Trump, his
1: transcripts and his tax terms and all that, but the newspapers won't print it because mm. they're afraid of looking biased? Mm.
0: That's deep i hope that's not true okay right just (laughs) pondering. uh i don't think so here's the thing i think if they if trump was hacked and that shit leaked somewhere i feel like the media would absolutely cover it because they can't help themselves with trump they honestly cover everything related to trump even when and and to the point where they even cover his lies with like some level of like shock every time like he's lying you know so I think they would cover a leak um I just think the people hacking shit um are on Trump's side for the most part you know it's Russia um it's WikiLeaks and they're people that really support the Republican agenda now one thing that you did make me think though when you wrote it when you called in was um I wonder also if uh like if it was ransomed like right like we hacked you uh give us a million dollars or we'll tell i feel like trump would pay that
2: oh oh i believe he has
0: yeah i think i think hillary and some other people might not because it's just one of those things where you pay and then that becomes part of the scandal too like long people with long-sighted memories are like yeah but if i pay this then i become the person that negotiated with people to keep my secrets from being out there so it now it's just gonna look doubly bad that i also gave them money and was blackmailed into this. So I do think that maybe um you know, if if it were a blackmail scenario and, you know, the way that Trump, you know, has paid like the National Enquirer to keep his business out the streets, I bet he would pay hackers not to put his shit in the streets. So of course. Um, all right, I think that's it from this week for voicemails. Let's get to the emails. The blackout is at gmail dot com is the email address uh movie us and bernie's us this is by audrey who says hi rod and karen i'd like to know if you see the connection between us the movie and us bernie sanders uh campaign slogan not me us us from the movie are indicating people who are on the bottom of society and less privileged people are ready to fight back be unified in order to take back what they deserve this seems to be aligned with bernie sanders campaign keynote not me us us, as the working class, the poor people, and the grassroots, us who have been oppressed by the upper middle class, the elites, and the capitalism, must get together, like the scene "Hands Cross America" from the movie and fight for what we deserve it's time for a revolution it's time to win is this like bernie's campaign manager what I is this i don't know and no baby i don't think there's a connection
2: <laughs> what What's, <is> this? whatsoever <laughs> what Mm-mm. i don't know it if- mpo was not thinking about bernie sanders when he wrote this movie
0: I don't know if Jordan Peele supports Bernie Sanders. I do. I mean, that's pretty obvious from what you've written. So, maybe that's why I think too much when I see the word us. Yeah. Um, this movie was made years ago, and the name of it and everything was decided before Le- Bernie Sanders' latest campaign slogan about the word us. So, it absolutely is completely coincidental, and I think you extrapolated that from what you wanted to extrapolate from that movie but most people are doing that
2: right most people
0: are uh, thanks for reading the email P.S. we love your podcast That's my husband Randy he listens to your podcast religiously P.S. I'm happy I'm glad Henry is dead in the walking dead best Audrey yeah I think you know when I watched the movie Us it really made me think of Hillary Clinton because none of you niggas listen to her and look what the fuck happened okay and when I saw um when i saw lapita's character adelaide i said i'm with her and uh we should have just listened to a woman in charge and we would have survived like her family did so uh that's what i got from it so long live hillary clinton uh let's see next (laughs) email wrote in anglo affirmative action this is from alicia says hey guys i know i'm late but i just wanted to say that i graduated from a pwi with a degree in accounting and finance and gave birth to my second and fifth year while um gave birth my second and fifth year while working 30 plus hours most of the time here in retail ugh and it used to irk the shit out of me when i would score higher than any of my white classmates on exams and they actually had the fucking nerve to be surprised and ask how man i mean i'm i mean i'm gonna be real i would ask how i mean you sound like you you was, you was out here living the life. You was going through it and still kicking everybody's ass Superwoman. in class. I would have to ask how, okay, because I would also probably have a lower grade than you and be like, how are you doing this? What, and my how would be where did you find the time, right. not, not how did you do it. It's like where where, where did you put this in? Did right. you not sleep? I'd be like, you know, it's okay if you want to get a C. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> Won't nobody be mad, baby. If, if you get a couple more hours of sleep a semester and that mean you got a B plus instead of A minus, I, I understand. Uh, also years later, if I, I'm in my corporate job subconsciously feeling like I don't belong here. So I don't ask for her. I don't ask for too much. Don't take t- off too much time, even though the days are there. Try not to leave work early for children appointments or things at their schools like Thanksgiving lunch or field day, even though my boss has said more than once that he doesn't care as long as my work is done. I knew this was a problem, but wasn't able to fully articulate this to myself until your rant on the whole college admission scandal. Thanks, y'all, for everything y'all do and making me aware. Now I can begin to work to fix the inadequacies within myself, so this will no longer be an issue. Y'all are changing lives in a way that you can't even fathom. Thank you, Alicia
2: thank you baby i and i'm just thinking about everything you just said so thank you and that's one of the things about uh mother and motherhood you know that's put upon women you're supposed to do everything and be everything and be excellent at everything and that's a lot of pressure because i feel like this uh jobs come and fucking go all the time but your family would always be there
0: yeah all yeah. right
2: you got it no jobs come and go all the time but your family will always be there uh and use your time take your time off don't let them sit there take your time off go to the pta meeting go to the to, to the field trips go. go 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 because at the end of the day you know as much as jobs care jobs aren't people you know and when and if your salary hit whatever their budget is, they will let you go and not think twice and we'll not give a fuck about you not spending time with your kids and and, and not uh be seeing your loved ones that, honey that will not be on the top of their agenda all day it's dollars and cents to them so uh i'm I'm glad that you're to the point to where you realize that it's a farce <laughs> this work 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 yourself to death because family is consistent, the jobs are not
0: yeah and um yeah i would also throw out there like uh obviously in our first part we talked about how we're talking about like obviously like you you were doing a lot and was still able to achieve right i know what you mean your white classmates are looking at like how is your black ass doing better than me you have all these things going on and i'm white and i'm smarter than you and i you know we made light of it but i do understand what you meant right the second part of it um There's a lot of us that smush ourselves down, and the world is demanding that we smush ourselves down. It's telling you to shrink yourself down all the time. It's not really overt. At some point, it becomes subconscious. It becomes ingrained in you. The same way that I talked about the idea of toxic masculinity being the thing that killed Nipsey Hussle and a lot of black men. A lot of people don't like hearing that. A lot of people bristle, they get defensive at just the notion of those two words put together, but the point is, the, we're living it, if we won't acknowledge it, then we're just in denial about it. And so the same thing that tells me that a black life is not that valuable and killing another black person, a black human being is not a big deal and then the further marginalized that human being is the less of their life that matters right so if they're gay and black it's even less of a matter to me if they're trans and black it's even less to me if it's if they're a child and they're black it's less than me if they're a woman and they're black it's less than me and and that is not some shit we came up with on our own like you don't just wake up one day and go i don't care about anyone's life including my own society tells you your life ain't worth shit the schools you go to will be lessly less funded the, the, the equipment and the buses you get on and all that stuff, less. Um, the, uh, education you get will be less. The, the clothing, the places you live in the town, the type of transportation, the, everything about you will be told less. You are less, less, less than what else is out there in this world. You are less than whiteness. Your family is less than white families. Your, uh, and white people believe this shit about us as well right you know so we live in a world where we're constantly told we're less and then we want to say it has no effect on us but it does it affects our lives every day but it also affects our brains it starts to get inside of us and we start to think that shit and um that's just that's about you know blackness and and, and death and all this stuff well that's also true of the mentality we have at our jobs How many people are like, I would ask for a raise, but I'm a woman. You know, I'm doing this extra work. I should get a bit higher position. I'm definitely due for a promotion, but I'm a black person and I'm scared that, you know, I'm going to ask for what I deserve and they're going to think I'm ungrateful or I'm not a good employee or they're going to point out all my flaws. Meanwhile, you probably watch your white coworkers come in and do shit all the time and go, wow, I can't believe they had the audacity to do that. They just didn't grow up like us. They didn't get. They didn't grow up and had their parents tell them, "Don't dream. Just get a good job. That's that's the dream.
2: That's the dream is the you know? job.
0: Don't try to be an artist. Be Mm-mm. get you know get you a degree and then get you a steady government job or something like that. And that means you made it. Even our dreams are the floor for a lot of people. Come on, you know. And so yeah, you walk into these offices and you already doing yourself the disservice because you don't have to be told no when you told yourself no so you don't have to walk in that office in here you're not getting a raise because you never will walk in that office to ask for a raise you know and i say this out of personal experience i don't say this mm-hmm. shit because i didn't live it you know i'm saying this shit because you know of 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 being in, that, in a cubicle going i'm I, this is not enough money i don't know how the fuck i'm supposed to get by on this but at the same time i'm just happy to have a job you know i'm just ha- i'm fortunate to even be working i know so many black men that are you know uh you know supposed to be a statistic at this age you know i'm supposed to be dead in jail uh hiv positive um uh you know like like there's a bunch of demarcations statistically that there's like this is what black life goes through and this is what black life is supposed to to be and so all that to say like we get told no subconsciously so much we start telling ourselves no as well and i'm so glad and i'm proud of you Uh, anyone listening to my voice i I, you could do it too i'm proud of y'all for stepping up and doing something it seems so small it's not it's not revolutionary but you got to understand this shit is killing you Mm -hmm. to not to never take a vacation on the day that you earn and work yourself to death is killing you mentally inside emotionally inside all this shit you know i I hope people can get fed and be happy other places or whatever like whatever steps you can take where they start to look for that that job that's going to help you know that's going to be a put you in a better position sometimes just changing the job even for the honeymoon period of the year or two that you're there and you're like every everyone likes me and i like everyone even that sometimes is the relief you need mm-hmm. you know not to mention you might get into a bigger salary all that stuff but um yeah all that to say like if you taking those steps i'm proud of you if you just if it's just submitting some vacation and you ain't gonna do shit but sit around your house for a week and fuck them i'm just not coming into work i need some time for me i'm just go see movies and play video games and and,
2: fucking sleep all day
0: yeah even if it's that that's fine you don't need a grand plan you just need to start standing up for yourself you know when you when you look at that fucking you know your take home salary and what the industry standards are and you go i'm not close to this what the fuck is the problem walk in that office and talk to them you know hey i like to talk to y'all they they love talking to your ass they love putting a meeting on the schedule that you don't want to see
1: all the time
0: so i i don't know man i feel like you know it's good to see people step into the fullness of being like that and uh alicia i wish you luck and Mm -hmm. you know because you never gonna like karen said you never getting those like pta meetings back but there'll be another meeting at the job there'll be another job but you only got one family
2: yeah and your children get older too and and it might not and the thing is it means something to you but it means it means more to the children that parents aren't there than parents realize you know because your priorities are different for parents like i want to be sure you're fed i want to be sure you're taking care of roof over your head and you're taking care of which which is great but for children children are like hey i'm at this thing parents day you know mama you wouldn't there i got to work they mm-hmm. understand that but they would rather you to take that time off
0: right how especially if you have a job where they actually because this is why i say limiting yourself it sounds like you have a job where they would support you doing this and you won't let yourself do it correct you know and that's what it really means when those white people look at you and say how are you doing this that's how you are doing it you never were allowing yourself anything you know what i'm saying everything like even the birth of your kids is still kind of for them right like even having those kids and taking care of them is kind of some, something you're doing to pro like it's for you but it's also for those kids that's a, a lifelong obligation you just created for yourself it, so when it when are you doing things for yourself you know getting educated is a, a gift for yourself later in the future but it's also work and and, and an obligation like when were you doing things for yourself you weren't and so hopefully you can do that now
2: yeah and it's a process to change your mind like 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 the 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 re um configuration of your mind is very hard particularly uh brown people and marginalized people you know that you have to work twice as good to get half as far a lot of us have ate that hook line and sinker and literally work ourselves to death based off based off of that statement
0: and you just feel there's there's a mental like guilt a lot of people feel when they don't um like when they, oh, i'm sick i i I know i'm sick and i shouldn't go to work get everybody else sick i don't feel good i'm not gonna be on my best but i should go to work i should just go to work americans get- are the, like are the hardest working people mm-hmm. at, but and i and, and i know it sounds funny because everybody was fat lazy mm-hmm. americans but technically we are one of like the hardest working most overworked country mm-hmm. of the developed nations which is a loaded yes. term but of of a lot of these first world nations developed nations however you define that fucking bullshit All right? um because we actually don't take vacation we actually do have 40 hour work weeks much of our health care is applied to our employment like um a lot of stuff that that you know allows people to even live is about work because of capitalism and whatnot um and so you have to deal with that kind of shit and now we've turned ourselves into this country where a lot of the rhetoric around how people should be treated is about their value when it comes to money and work right so now you have people that when they're poor what do we say they deserve to be poor because they're lazy so now you're like am i lazy right when you have a whole subsection of the working poor right i'm working two jobs and i can't get by i must just be too lazy right working two jobs sometimes people three yes. jobs right so i must just be too lazy and for those of you that are fortunate enough to have jobs that can meet your needs you, you 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 look at it as fortune you don't look at it as something you earned you go i'm just lucky to have this job i definitely don't need to take no vacation i definitely need to come in when i'm sick i definitely don't need to go see my kids basketball game i definitely can't ask to get off early you know and i've worked for those asshole bosses that make you feel bad for that shit Mm -hmm. you know hey can i come in early on thursday and leave a little early on uh leave leave a little early so that i can go see my kids basketball game Uh, i mean uh, i guess we can do it's not affecting any fucking thing for you why just because you have a little bit of power you turn into a fucking asshole you know what you're supposed to say no problem if your work is done i'm not i don't mind you know like that's all it should be but instead we end up dealing with bullshit and now it's in your head all right we got two more emails trey says happy birthday karen thank you uh thank you for being the all-around awesome person you are and thank you for helping me be a better black man in the world through listening to you and rod's opinions on your great podcast and also more importantly thank you for the laughs they really are helping me stay sane in this decade of the trump administration we are in come on also karen thank you for saying your trigonometry ass on monday's afternoons episode i was driving home from work and bust out laughing so hard still laughing think about it uh more Ha. -ha -ha. thanks again and have a happy birthday karen trace windu thank
2: you and i did
0: Mm -hmm. and lastly this is from shanna who says uh nipsey hustle hi karen and rod something i really appreciate uh, really appreciate about both of you and the podcast are these moments where there's just a genuine honesty and vulnerability i found rod's commentary about nipsey hustle to be one of those moments i have also been really troubled about this whole situation in part because i think the conspiracy theories and reactions to it means that we aren't really grieving as a community i think sometimes we'd rather do anything but that So i appreciate being able to share a moment with y'all virtually just to be sad for him and his community and us i don't i did want to add something i think folks miss when they're talking about homophobia i believe in black people my emotional well-being depends on it so as a queer person when i hear someone like nipsey who believes in black folks with the same passion that i do suggest that people like me are somehow standing in the way of black freedom it hurts i live in a community newark new jersey and I work hard to make sure that the impact I have on my community is a positive one. Every privilege that I am given is one that I try to share as much as possible. And then when folks say that queerness is somehow holding us back, I feel like they're saying the freedom that I do, uh, my small part to help us work towards isn't something I deserve. Absolutely. Like, that. Like that's the catch 22 of all, like, I've seen people this like, dismiss his homophobic comments on some like it's not even homophobia or he explained that or um you know stop bringing up all this shit he's dead and i'm like no you know and i felt the same way when it was um erica garner sandra bland um uh what you do matters you know and what you say matters and if anything take that lesson away because you're still alive if you can hear this and get upset about hearing it you're still alive so you can change look at the impact his words have on a community community that gets split in his death not on some hater shit but it just got split because it's like he didn't love me you know he loved a certain type of blackness but he could not Find it in him to truly love all of us, to truly respect all of us. You know, the same thing's gonna happen when Farrakhan dies. By the way, mm-hmm. it's not just like a lot of people like to pit that white people coming in at him, but it's a lot of black people that have felt ostracized by him. Yes, you know, it's not to say that his work in the community doesn't matter, but it's to say that people who are critical of that work will have their day to talk when he passes. For and a lot of people gonna go, not now's not the time when the fuck is it the time right and when people say that that kills me because you don't
2: want me to talk about it before you don't want me to talk about during then afterwards you're going to be like the shit don't matter then when do we talk about like gun debates? everybody somebody gets shot people come up you know start talking about gun debates and, and bringing up you know their views and shit like that and people want to shut shit down and let people mourn okay you didn't want to talk about it before the kids got shot now the kid's shot i won't talk about it now you want me to shut down so later on when, when it's quote unquote old news and nobody's giving a fuck about it anymore you're not going to care about my
0: opinion right and so just to go back to what he said because it matters here and i know we're talking as if everybody's already seen and heard this shit because we talked about it before but yeah he had a picture of him and a bunch of young black men in into little black boys and it was for um uh i think it was for like uh what was it for uh, some some sort of organization that he was supporting and his caption underneath it said demonstration speaks louder than conversation they gonna feed us every image of our men and boys but this one no hyper-violent no homosexual no abandoners just strong black men and young men respect to my big homie at big gui for leading with love and intelligence god is with us who can go against us um and the thing is one you don't know that any of those kids aren't gay so i don't even know how you can be like no homosexual and two you just equated gay homosexuality with abandoning the community and being hyper violent like you just put that in the middle of those two things because you consider that to be negative there's no way that you don't consider that negative so going on the breakfast club later and being like you know i got gay friends and i don't mean it that way you meant it's, there's no other way to mean it now if within, within the community and with every community it's not just a black community but we're talking about black people right now within the community gay people have had to get used to this shit right you know they've just gotten used to it it's not that it's okay it's just this is just another slight that you have to fucking endure every day where it's like okay I, nipsey hustle is now one of those guys on the list that doesn't really fuck with me you know that um thinks something's wrong with me for being gay that has a problem with me essentially for the way that my life is the way that i the way that i was set up from get go i he has a problem with that you know um and 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 this is um uh, and you trying to say that this is what black people need to see they need to see no gay people they don't need to see gay black men why you know and so those comments become the focal point of these discussions sometimes because this may be the last time we really even get to talk about it you know and then often people project project this like it's the wrong time but it's like you didn't want to listen when he was alive now you're glorifying eulogizing this guy you don't want to be part of his narrative when he dies and then after he's dead y'all gonna be like why you talking about a dead man it's just nothing once he's buried y'all say why are you talking about dead man there's never gonna be a time so then, that's why we have to talk about these things. I, I don't care if it makes people uncomfortable. We'll have an uncomfortable show. I'm not afraid of being uncomfortable, um, to talk about the truth. Cause when Antonin leah died, I damn sure ain't had nobody write in talking about some, it's not the time. It, 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 when you have your faves and the people you like, all of a sudden it changes the rules. Um, and again i'm sorry that 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 kind of shit makes you feel that way i'm sorry that 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 me as a straight black man i have not uh i I may not uh truck any sentiments i may not agree with his sentiments but i know that there's a huge contingent of just straight black men that really do feel this way they have hang-ups about homosexuality and weakness and what it is to be a man and consistently spew that shit out as if it's just some normal shit to say and it does injure our brothers and sisters and non-binary folks around us it all the time you know and many times it's like you can't say shit to us because we're gonna take it as uh offense to us you know i know black men that lock up when they hear like any critique of black straight maleness they just lock up like well why you gotta be coming at me like this? like they can't take anything you know i don't know if it's because we were considered to be like the 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 babied most protected people when we were kids and, and we decided the black man needs to be the most protected one in our community i don't know if it's just the oppression olympics and we've been under attack so many years from the inception and therefore in denial of our own privileges within our community i don't know i don't know what the exact phrasing and words would be for it but i just know that it's not good and it's and it's really it's hindering everybody that we don't want to get our shit together um philosophically i'm not even talking about some like because black men ain't shit you never see me get on here and be like they don't have no jobs they ain't take care of their kids Mm -hmm. i don't don't, i'm not talking no republican shit i'm just saying as a community and maybe some hippie shit emotionally but as a fucking community like we can be better and more complete human beings and it'll help everyone around us everybody benefits from this everyone will benefit from us letting some of this shit go we don't it never served us and it or if it did serve us it we've also been injured by it and it won't and it will not continue to serve us um all right i'm not one who subscribes to cancel culture in the way that other lgbtq people do although i get it sometimes but damn, many queer people of color work so hard to contribute to this global movement for black liberation. I just wish people understood how much it hurts to be told that you don't belong and that your work doesn't matter. And Listen, I've seen people shit on the entire Black Lives Matter movement because once they found out the organization of Black Lives Matter was headed by three black queer women and once they found out like DeRay McKesson who's not part of that organization but still considered part of that movement once they found out he was gay they would like they, like it's just it's just ridiculous the shit you see people say and it's very common i have a circle of people around me for the most part and i've curated my life enough to where i don't really have to engage these type of people Mm -mm. i don't really see these people i don't really kick it where they kick it but but in general though it's a very common sentiment to be like it's some type of gay conspiracy the when 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 it first started with the jesse smollett shit how many people were like uh he just need to decide if he gonna be gay or black dog you were operating at the time that you thought someone hate crime him and called him uh, racist slurs and homophobic slurs and you decided that he needed to pick one like that is so fucking crazy to me but it's not uncommon you're absolutely right you know i would not fuck with these people but you know what do you do when that's your community and they claiming to do it under the guise of black unity as well all them hotep dudes with thousands of followers on youtube and shit they speak this homophobic anti-woman anti-queer shit and then they're like but i'm doing it under the guise of black unity and black liberation and black power Mm
2: -mm.
0: right they do it all the time you know many of our religious leaders in the black community homophobic misogynistic as fuck and they say it's out of unity for black people unity in which the rest of you non-straight non-male motherfuckers shut the fuck up sit the fuck down and let me do my thing that's it so yeah i, I definitely understand how that could hurt anyway just wanted to say that i learned the way you both model a genuine and honest approach to the things that are really hard to make sense of and cope with it creates an amazing space for those of us who want to do the same best shanna thank you thank you yeah and that's the thing man i can only be honest i think uh or at least that's my attempt every time we get on here i don't want to do a show that's just pandering and telling people some shit i don't really believe so that i can you know get get uh props or whatever Um, and then also at the same time uh maybe it's the libra in me but i don't always know i don't have a hot one way to feel or one one way not to feel everything i said today about nipsey i felt tuesday when we talked about it and everything, um, and and, and 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 even with that, I still feel like a sadness for the community and the loss of their experience and for the fact that this dude, while not, um, not perfect in every way, which no one is obviously, but he, like, he had some aspirational type of shit to him where maybe, maybe he has the potential to see something more than that, maybe just a maybe um but we'll never know Mm -mm, not now we'll never know you know oh oh, because somebody couldn't take being called a snitch and had to kill him in order to prove something to throw your life away in his to prove what what was proven by that all right that's it for today's episode um we'll be back uh later on in the week thank Mm -hmm. you so much for listening thank you Um, and uh, i know wednesday we'll be doing the show early so it'll be a noon start time yes and uh, i think vice uh from hbo vice will be in here um and they'll be talking about game of thrones and interviewing us and stuff once again just like the last time don't know if this shit will be on tv don't just don't even know if it'll actually matter Mm y'all we'll see um when we get in here uh wednesday but if you guys want to want to want to spend your lunchtime with us on wednesday seeing what uh seeing a live show filmed by vice there you go um um and oh and i did want to mention one more thing Mm -hmm. the dim thrones hashtag got talked about in essence magazine the actual paper magazine and it said uh dim thrones is over with it's been replaced by thrones y'all i'm still using them thrones when i'm live tweeting the show and we still using them thrones when we talk about on the blackout too people
2: still use it
0: i'm not telling people what to do with they shit but uh it's still them thrones over here so i I, when i looked after the whole debacle i saw that them thrones and thrones y'all neither one of them was really trending at, at number one like it used to be on sunday night so um you know i don't know if those days are ever coming back but yeah i'm still sticking with them thrones so you know good luck to uh to all of y'all uh out there and i hope i can't wait to see you uh next sunday when uh the thrones is back y'all Shit, i'm so fucking excited i can't wait all right y'all until next time i love you i love you too